everyone, welcome to Coin to the Ball in the post-truth apocalypse. I'm Ben, as always, I'm hanging out with Mike, Hello. Claire, hey. and Pete. Hello! Alright, today we are talking about the, the Kandahar giant and some other Afghanistan war cryptids that were seen, allegedly seen. Very interesting. Why would I say seen, seen? Or? Well, I don't think anyone who's done saw them well not many of them are still alive but we'll, we'll get there a lot of the a lot of, the, a lot of these accounts are from like military people and that serving life. soldiers but there again there's always that massive ptsd going on mm. just a little bit more credible than doris down the street kind of thing isn't it? i don't well, know there's still morons in the military but it doesn't mean they're automatically competent no well no they're well trained fucking oil well, yeah. machines aren't they at the end of the day in, in one way or another certainly british forces are anyway it doesn't mean they're not thick mm, i don't know I, I don't i know i never came across any thick grunts you never met the infantry did you yeah <laughs> that's a joke by the way no, joking squad of humor squad of humor squaddies are generally quite intelligent because they have to f have a certain intelligence to pass you do you've got to be able to, to get in independently yeah. I was a tanky I have to mock the infantry <laughs> it's just be part of my job let's thank some new returning listeners first then we'll get into it Stanmore in the UK Bolton in the UK Minsk in Belarus mm -hmm. Birmingham in the UK Belsize Park in the Stevenage in the UK Panorama City Dublin Ireland Hearn Bay in, in the UK, Porterville, Missouri, Frankfurt and Maine, Guadalajara, Spain, and still top, Saskatoon in Canada. Oh, thank you. Bonjour. Is it French Saskatoon? I've no idea. I don't know, but most, most of Canada is, they still have the links to French Canada anyway, don't no, they? I'm sure most of them choose to be of British descent. Of the most sense. Canadians speak quite well French if not fluent. Isn't that only in the French-speaking parts? Yeah, no, like, even in the non-French-speaking mm. parts, they're taught it like we are, like, but... I'd make them, but I'd I think make them speak English. But they teach, they, the te they teach it the a lot kings. younger. They teach yeah. it from a lot younger age than they do yeah. here. Speak the kings or get out. <laughs> oh, yeah, it's the king's English now. It is. So, the giants of Afghanistan, creatures from times past and parts unknown, who were allegedly spotted outside US garrisons and war in Afghanistan. Obviously the war on terror, 20 years of that. How long were we in Afghanistan for? Went to Afghanistan first, didn't we? 20 years, wasn't it? Full 20 in Afghanistan. Yeah, yeah. That's trillions spunked at the wall. You know, do you think of all the, the US companies made a fortune? That's all that matters. Mm -hmm. You know that. They literally had like no tender contracts, just come in, take our shit, stop mining our shit. Not saying that there was no, none of the war on terror was done for profit to no. the military industrial complex. Of course it wasn't. Of course it wasn't. Whatsoever. No, 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 no. No. Military all, industrial... all those poppy fields and oil fields and no, nothing to do with it whatsoever. No, no, nothing to do with that. <laughs> war. Because that is. What is it good for? Because that's all it was, isn't it? Poppy fields and oil fields. And cobalt, right, as well, and all that. There was a, yeah, metals yeah, yeah. a trillion dollar mountain yeah. as well, which was full of stuff that the Americans really liked, minerals, mm. etc. That was probably fucking hollowed out pretty quick. Yeah, it's not a mountain anymore, it's just a little hill. Yeah. A little rubble hill. 
The Afghans of Afghanistan encounters these beings with some outlets claim to occur during service member deployments to Afghanistan. During the war, many oh, members God. of the US military and coalition would encounter activity that would defy normality. UFOs, cryptids and ghosts. Many bore witness to the immense and immeasurable mystery of Afghanistan. And what they witnessed is often kept close to the heart, be it terrifying or truly something incredible. See, there'd be a lot of jinns if, if you believe the ghosts thing. In that part of the world, there's a lot of jinns around there, apparently. D-J-I-N-N, jinns. D Arabic demons, isn't it, is the word? Basically, A yeah. genie is a jinn, technically. Yes, yeah. correct. But yeah, there's been quite a lot of compelling evidence for things like that, especially. Well, like, I, I witness as, testimony. As compelling as you can get nowadays, because you'd never know, do you? Anyone can say anything, anybody can film anything and edit anything, you don't know. Then again, at the same time, if your special forces patrol encounters a giant, and they're all wearing, they should all, probably, should all be wearing body cams of some description. Mm. It's not like they're gonna release that footage, is it? But not so much in them days. It might have been one person within a whole platoon that have a body cam. Well, it's enough. Maybe, though. There mm. wasn't many body cams up until probably late teens. I thought they were really ill-equipped in Afghanistan exactly. at some points as well. Most of the points. We're talking Americans, and yeah, yeah, not Brits. Yeah, but I don't think they really have body, cam body cams as such. Special forces might have. Potentially, yeah. But like you say, it'd never get released, no. would it? No. no. If, it's ever, if, it, if it was even kept, it might have been destroyed. Well, it would have been just disposed of into, a, into the hands of top men. Top men. Yeah. Top men. <laughs> the top men are going to come up at some point again later on, you know that. <laughs> now, chief among these terrifying encounters was an incident in 2002 with the giant of Kandahar, a biblical cryptid creature that special forces stumbled upon as a giant was doing gianty things, like cooking giant food and minding his giant business. <laughs> According to online accounts, the giant of Kandahar, who was said to be responsible for an entire patrol going missing, Stood a, stood a towering 13 feet tall. It sported a shock of flaming red hair, had six fingers on each hand, and two rows of teeth for gnashing and thrashing and showcasing a smile that was undeniably dashing. <laughs> so this isn't a kid's fucking story. <laughs> it's from the Military Times. 13 feet. So it's a biblical giant, isn't it? The two rows of teeth. That's what's described in the Bible, the Nephilim. Is it? Yeah. I believe. Yeah, yeah. Sounds like the Nephilim, which is, which is there is a lot of belief that Bigfoot is a descendant. Oh, stop! Stop! Of... Freak, stop! Ruining Bigfoot! All these deep people. No, but he's theories, just an ape dude in the woods. He's not a Nephilim. He's not an alien. He's not multidimensional. He's just a big ape dude. Say, there's theories out there that say they're connected to the Nephilim. There's like there's some kind of descendants, which is where the, the height of them comes from, and things like that. A bit like there's very similarity. Is it the chimpanzee we're really, really close to DNA-wise? Yeah. Mm -hmm. And the gorilla, really close DNA. It's like very similar to that kind of thing. Completely different, but very, very close in DNA. You know what, then, Pete? Fuck those people. <laughs> Fuck those people and their theories. Well, apparently they, meet, they mated with the humans, didn't they? The Nephilim, yeah, allegedly, yeah. So what did that create? Big Giants. <laughs> is, that, is that where Bigfoot came from? The ha hairiness <laughs> of humans, like mixed. <laughs> That's when they fucked apes. <laughs> yeah, I was thinking. That. <laughs> yeah, yeah, they fucked. They fucked humans. They were like, 
Well, do you know what? It's just a bit hairier than a human. Still got the holes in the same place. I don't think anyone's yeah. bothering with body hair at that in, in biblical times. I mean, it's not like people are shaving, is it? No, maybe not. It's not like people, like women, are doing their armpits and legs, is it? No, no. but they weren't full head to toe covered yeah. in hair, were they? No, yeah, well, you know, like you have a few beers, you don't care. A few wines down the local tavern, but it's not not a far stumbling st- back to your farmstead. Not a, a far stretch. Tra- not a far stretch to a gorilla at, the, at that yeah, point. Yeah, the giant's yeah. like, oh, it was the giant mates. Oh, I fucked a hairy human the other day. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, that was a gorilla. <laughs> <laughs> oh dear. Oh well, we've got big feet now. So back to the giant of Kandahar. Up on contact with the US Special Forces Patrol, he killed, allegedly killed one US service member with a spear. Oof. Only to be vanquished by the rest of the unit, courtesy of 30 seconds of sustained gunfire. So they got a body? Allegedly so. According to an account on allthat'sinteresting.com, as the story goes, the soldiers loaded the giant's corpse onto a helicopter and it was never seen again. It's in that building, isn't it? It's being examined by top men. Top men. Top. Or the Smithsonian. Men. Well, the Smithsonian are covering it up like they did with the other giant skeletons, Claire. Mm. Allegedly. Exactly. Don't really go in for giants, you know. I don't know. There's been a lot of things about giants, more recently, I think, but where there's lots and lots of buildings, like, throughout, not just our country, the whole world... Where it's like, why are the archway? Why are the doorways that big? Why are there's lots of questions? Yeah, but we did we did a <clears> pod <throat> on it and we figured out that scientifically our bodies couldn't go bigger than was it nine foot? Was it? I'm not sure. I think it was ten feet. Ten feet, something like that. It's just not, you know, because of the gravity and and just the way that we. Yeah, you see these people are eight foot just, something only, and they they die very early. Yeah. But is that because our bodies aren't designed to be that tall? Whereas if you've got a completely different kind of being, who's to say they can't be that tall? Just like you had Gigantopithecus and that. In yeah, he was ten feet, ago. wasn't he? He was a big fucking. He was a big boy, ten to twelve feet. They reckon Gigantopithecus mm. was. So, you know what I mean? So that. Giraffes and things like that. So things can be tall and that. Maybe they're just that slight different makeup. They've got two fucking jaws, two rows of teeth, so they aren't. Well, look at the Diplodocus. Exactly. I know things, atmosphere, things like that. I was going to say, we, I'm sure we discussed the atmosphere, didn't we? Yeah. And how it's changed over the, the millions of years. Yeah. It was more oxygen rich, wasn't it? Yeah, so we yeah. could sustain larger life and yeah. then with their, their lungs had the capacity to. Yeah, and if this thing's up in the mountains in Kandahar, nice fresh air, good good air. Thinner air though. Yeah. Mm, yeah, but non pollute, nicely non polluted air. Well, until the American war machine rolls <laughs> in, America, <laughs> fuck yeah. <laughs> Come and save the motherfucking day, yeah. Drops of Mohab on the side of the fucking mountain next to it, you know. Conspiracy theorists promoting the story prompted the fact-checking outlet Snopes to investigate in 2016. To the surprise of none, the bewildered Pentagon officials told Snopes they had no record of such an incident. They wouldn't say that, though, wouldn't they? Of course they'd say that. That's exactly what someone hiding a 13-foot-tall body would say. (laughs) Nevertheless, the supernatural tale achieved a modicum of mainstream attention when it was featured on Coast to Coast AM. Hosted by the late, great Art Bell. Coast to Coast AM is fantastic. Is it? Yeah. 
It's just people ringing in telling like ridiculous stories and conspiracy theories. It's kind of a little bit like the channel on GTA. I, I, I can't don't think, know. I can't think what the channel's called now. But no, I haven't played Grand Theft Auto since number three. I couldn't tell oh, you. Fair enough. Oh, San Andreas. That was the last one I played. There are many accounts of soldiers who have reported seeing massive humanoids that tower over the normal man in Afghanistan. Those stories are out there, although hard to come by. Not many are going to come forward and claim they saw a massive man running around in the mountains of Afghanistan, are they? But perhaps there is something out there. The giant, the, the, the one that's impaling this dude, that's that's pretty fucking metal, isn't it? Yeah. I mean, if you're the soldier getting impaled by a spear-wielding giant, your last words are probably, METAL! <laughs> I have to ask my brother about this, because he spent a lot of time around Kandahar as well, going into really dodgy little places and that. It is. He did, so yeah, I'll, I'll have to see him if he'd ever heard chat of giants in the area. Well, yeah, you should do. What's kind of interesting is that wartime generates stuff like this. Cryptids, ghosts, UFOs. There's a channel on YouTube, actually. It's haunted ghost tales from members of the military. So, for example, there's like a, this one particular section of a ship that no one would go in. You know, so they would like angry banging on the walls as soon as they went in. Things like that, yeah. They would like maintenance crews would avoid going in it until they really had to. Like, like I say, a storage cupboard it could be anything. It was, I yeah. think, it was a section of some uh, what part of the engine room or something like that. They wouldn't go in there. The ball bugger that was loaded in the coal mm. like when it left port. No, this trapped. was quite. This is on an American. No! This, is, this was on a really modern ship. Oh. These, these are modern tales. Like there's an area in, in Afghanistan, the base, and this guy's like, he's on, he's on guard or stag as we call it in the UK forces, and he can see these fucking shadows, and he's like, he's, should I challenge him? Are they, are they the Afghan National Army down there? And he's like, and then he realizes that, like a couple of weeks earlier, two guys were killed in that exact spot by mortar fire, and these shadows just vanished after a while. He challenged them, and they just vanished. There's no one there. But the mind plays tricks on you, especially at night. Yeah. Especially if you've got PTSD. And you've got the on, you know, potentially on onset of PTSD because you've been fighting a war for six months. Like no, you personally. Everybody has PTSD. No, they don't. Everybody. But it, it is a no one, no one comes back the same. Mm, maybe not. Mm. You know, everyone comes back a little bit different. Could be the syphilis as well. <laughs> <laughs> Are you suggesting that they were fucking the population? Oh, come on, the squad is abroad. They always fuck the prostitutes, don't they? No such thing as prostitutes in Afghanistan. No, they'd be stoned to death. There's no such thing. Then again, in Western control, no, no, they wouldn't. No, no, no they wouldn't. Women have, don't have enough rights to be a prostitute. <laughs> it's true, though. I don't mean well, that nastily. Could be from the rapes, then. <laughs> That's Allegedly. a bold statement. That's more likely <laughs> yeah. but, than prostitution. Well... Hopefully, not more likely. Yeah. The giant of Kunar, a massive being, an infantry team leader repeatedly, reportedly saw during the deployment between 2008 and 2009. A lot of giants in Afghanistan, isn't there? Mm. While overlooking a village one fateful night, the soldier peered through his newly mounted thermal scope. As he spanned the valley, he came across a very large heat signature he assumed was a group of Taliban fighters huddled together around a light high up in the mountains. All of a sudden, the heat signature stood up as one being, the soldier recalled in Autumn's post. The trees in that area grew up to around 10 to 12 feet tall, 
and this thing was at least as tall, if not taller than the trees that surrounded it. The giant stride was slow and relaxed, yet it moved with incredible speed, the soldier added, noting the giant's chill, yet purposeful vibe. <laughs> it walked parallel to the soldier's position for a time before disappearing along a nearby spur. Intriguing? Yeah. Yeah. Who's the soldier, though? That's, that's it. I mean, they're never going to come for him. Hmm? He was all on his own as well, you know. No. He might have been the only one with a thermal scope in his position. Soldiers are trained to judge distance, aren't they? Yeah. At the end of the day. He knows what he's talking about. He knows what he's talking about, or he should do. Stories of the encounter were not shared with many, the soldier reportedly said, but memories of what he'd seen came flooding back after listening to the Coast to Coast dispatch. To quote him, he must have gone on Coast to Coast after. Mm. I think that's what I saw, a member of an ancient race of giants descended from fallen angels. Or it could be something like Sasquatch, I'm not sure. <laughs> so, these giants could be mistaken for Bigfoot? Could be. Could be. There's also another story of an anonymous Air Force drone operator who was working in the northern part of Afghanistan during the war, scanning around, doing my thing, looking for stuff, apparently. <laughs> well, it was Bigfoot that led me down this rabbit trail of the Kandahar giant, so that's where the connection was for me on that. They didn't mention it on Bigfoot Hunters or something, did they? No, no. Me doing me Bigfoot research. <laughs> One day the drone operator spotted three giants, each standing roughly 12 feet tall. Quote the drone operator, There's a rule of tall that tells you how wide your crosshair is, and the people were tall as the crosshair was wide. This was all in mid-wave infrared at night, so they showed up as black humanoid heat signatures. For ten minutes the operator observed them, during which time he reported the giants tended their fire and, and did giant stuff. The only interesting thing was the size, the operator wrote. The goats looked like cats next to them. Mm. So where are we at the minute? Are we just going on like... Is this mysterious? Is this something I've seen? Is it equipment glitches? Is it the onset of sad PTSD? Is it just the night playing tricks? Is it the fact that you're in a you're in a war zone? Chances are, if you're out in the wilderness, you're probably tweaking on something to stay awake. Yep. Yeah. Or is it they've stumbled across a crazy giant Bigfooty-style type thing and had a fight with it and? killed it and it's been taken away and stored in the Smithsonian's big super secret lab somewhere, I, who knows. What yeah. about the other ones, chaps in the thermal side, the drone yeah, operator? Yeah. There's a lot of tall Afghanis though. <laughs> There's tall dudes. Well apparently Osama was considered tall for an, uh, an Arab at six foot six, 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 he was a tall guy, wasn't he? Yeah. But he, he was, was considered like very tall for an Arab. Yeah. Very, very yeah. tall. No. I mean, he's tall for us, but he's more. He was. No, you're right. Arabs aren't known to be the tallest. Apart from the Iron Sheik, R.I.P.D. to him. But no, it, it's a strange one, isn't it? You like, like I said earlier, I'm more inclined to believe the testimony of a military personnel that have that are doing these things, they're used to looking at what they look at through their scopes, etc., and they're seeing these anomalies. Like, well, I know what I normally see when I look down this, and that's not what I'm seeing now, but 
This is this is like definitely a person, but look how fucking big it. I'm a bit skeptical of the bloke that phoned up coast to coast and he'd forgotten all about it. No, his memories came rushing back. Mm, Put he buried it, Mike, along with the rest of his war experience. Yeah, you get a lot of people like that, don't you? Well, no, if you if you if you were out there one night looking and you saw something like that, and then you're like, oh, no one's going to take me seriously, and then. You know, twenty odd years you heard somebody coming forward with something it all like that. You're like, it all yeah. back, oh you shit, think, someone else is talking about it. Yeah, you know, I'll you, share. Yeah. yeah, you know, one one night on sentry duty is pretty much the same as any other night. You know, except some nights you're gonna come under attack. Well, if you come under attack the next night, you've forgotten about the giant. Have you though? Oh, it's just, it doesn't scar everybody, like the Sega Giant scar. 13 feet, fucking hell. Not as bad as an RPG coming in over your head, though, is it? I don't know which one I'm going to remember more. I'm remembering the Giant. <laughs> <laughs> Not your knee and brush with death. I'm forgetting that. It's PTSD, <laughs> I'm forgetting that. I'm remembering the fucking 13 foot dude that I saw. I'm, I'm with Mike on that. Uh, I ain't forgetting the fucking 13 foot Giant. Or maybe he just buried his memories of his conflict experience. Maybe, you know. It's... Perhaps. When he came home, he tried to bury it, get on with his civilian life. Or he was told to completely keep it hush-hush. Or they... Sorry, go on, keep it hush-hush. And he did, and that was it. Or they injected him with some kind of memory amnesia drug. I'm talking about thermal imaging as well. Maybe it was a bear in the the region, standing up on its hind legs. A bear. Are the bears in Afghanistan? Afghanistan. If there's any bears in Afghanistan, they're really small. Are there Asian, Asiatic bears? Yeah, little black bears, aren't they? You ain't mistaking them for no 12, 13. Or maybe it's three or four bears on the (laughs) shelf. Are they wearing a trench coat and a hat? Herding fucking goats, (laughs) tending to fires. I hope no one realises with four bears in a trench coat. <laughs> that's, that's a pretty big trench coat. Maybe it's just the shadow cast of the fire, the heat from the fire. It looks it's thermal though, isn't it? It's yeah, you got the fire behind it. It's 13 feet high, the, the blaze. It's a fucking big fire. <laughs> you can't argue with thermal image, to be mm. fair. Because it is what well, it I don't is. know, man. I've seen, I've seen that Bigfoot show. I'm arguing with some of their footage. Yeah. Now, another airman recorded doing a pre-op soak. Quote, that's a quote. I don't know what pre-op soak is. I don't have an airman. When you, a bath you before you go out. when you have a bath and just like sit there with with your little torpedoes and, and little rubber duck. You're having a bath yeah. before you, you... You don't get a bath in the fucking... in Afghanistan. You're going to shower tops. Before you change sex. Pre-op soak. <laughs> I think Why change um, sex? Why, why, why is that the op? Why is that the <laughs> why op? Why couldn't you have his appendix out? It could have been anything that you went straight to changing the sex. Well, it's just what it's called, isn't it? Pre-op, isn't it? Before yeah. you change it. I'm right, aren't I, Claire? Yeah, yeah. Pre-op, post-op? Yeah. That's transgender. Yeah. You're post-op, transgender, or pre-op, transgender, not just pre-op or post-op. Well, it's just shortened, isn't it? I don't know, we've got to get a thorny road here. Yeah, very much so. But it's clearly not that. I don't know what no. it is, but it's clearly not that. I'm guessing it's some kind of, like, he's soak, He's trying to soak in the terrain because he's, he's analysing video feeds of the area he's going to be flying over. Looking at all the 3D maps that have been generated yeah. by the geotechs and that. Now, according to his elaborate account, the airman watched, quote, some dudes around a fire to see if he could identify any weapons. After 20 minutes, what he thought was two guys huddled together under a blanket stood up. This guy made the rest of the dudes look like children in terms of height. He stood up and walked over to a mud hut that he had to bend way over to get in. Maybe he was with children. No. That's a possibility. Yeah. I mean, he's looking for, he's clearly looking for some kind of drone footage, isn't he? Yeah. 
Just because he had to bend over to get in a hut doesn't mean that he's a giant. Yeah. He just could be A, a low door, or B, he's just a, like, a tall dude. Yep. Finally, an Australian army officer who was on sentry duty in the country's Yuzgan province records spotting a giant going for a leisurely stroll around a nearby compound. It was lanky and wore unusual clothing, he said. By lazing the compound, that's a fire laser target, you twitch on your laser target, does an egg of the range. Yeah. Okay. The officer estimated the giant to be about 1,800 metres away. That over a mile. It wasn't in any hurry, and I followed it for five minutes before he went over to my field of vision, the officer recalled, adding he suspected the giant to be about 12 feet tall, or 14 feet according to his Tinder profile. Who's got the Tinder profile? Well, they might the giant might have had one. Everyone exaggerates on Tinder. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, Christ, yeah. They do, really. Just looked like it was walking, he wrote. It wasn't in a hurry at all, but was aware of what was happening around it. It kept looking around, especially near the compounds. I don't know of anyone else who saw anything like it. Nobody told me about it before, but it stayed with me all over these years. See, shame of, like, saying something or coming out. With something so, mm. you well, know, a lot of Bigfoot people that see Bigfoot don't say anything about it because they feel a bit ashamed about it. Yeah. Like people are just going to ridicule me if I say something. Say with aliens. So yeah, anyone who sees something it, strange, yeah. you either report it and everyone thinks you're mad. Yeah. Or you keep it to yourself and just try to get on with things. Yeah. And then somebody comes out on the radio and talks about it, so you finally feel you can. Oh, I seen the same thing twenty years ago. I never told anybody about it, but yeah, this happened. My favourite's a spear-wielding giant. Yeah, the original, the original character. Yeah, like, uh, episode. Do a do a Love, Death and Robots episode about that man. I want to see like special mm. forces taking on a giant. Be fair, cock-wielding giant. A cock-wielding <laughs> giant. Well, he's cock-slapping <laughs> soldiers around. Yeah. <laughs> That's my own personal amusement. <laughs> <laughs> he's. No, it doesn't matter if there's giants or not, because 30 seconds of automatic gunfire, it's down. Doesn't matter. Or, the rest of the guys we've seen with airmen, well, fucking Predator missile dropped on its head. It's giant or not, it ain't going to survive, is it? No. Yeah. We can take these giants if we have to, that's all I'm saying. Yeah, it's ten on one, you're all right. There ain't that many of them, is there? Well, are they hiding if, <clears throat> if there is? Well, the caves and the mountains the of Afghanistan are pretty remote. Yeah. And the hills of Wales. No, I don't think they're in Wales. Welsh <laughs> giants now, boy. Oh, what do you want about? So oh, we've got plenty, plenty of giant myths in the UK. The Reekin by us, that was allegedly left by a giant carrying a load of earth, wasn't it? We've got Gledwin just down the road. He's pretty tall, he is. He's seven foot one, he is. When he stands on a small ladder. <laughs> so yeah, that's, that's what I got. My best, my best Welsh accent. <laughs> Do apologise, Welsh people. All I want to see is cock. Make sure it's a giant cock. Otherwise, he's like. I'm sure you can find it on Pornhub, mate. Just, just, you know, type in giant cocks. <laughs> Do you want authentic giant cock? <laughs> well, there'll be some kind of fucking storyline with it. I thought. <laughs> Uh, on that bombshell. There's some fucked up facts. Yeah, go on then. Theme tune, please. Facts, facts, fucked up facts, facts. Faggity fact facts. Alright, Mike, here's some knowledge. 
Since glitter comes in many varieties and is difficult to get rid what, of. What, glitter? Uh, <laughs> he only comes in one. No. Yeah. In <laughs> one variety, pedo variety. It can be used as evidence that a suspect has been at a crime scene. But it can, because there's loads of different makes of it. Yeah. Do you know there was a glitter shortage a while back? Was there? Yeah. Worldwide oh. glitter shortage. It's probably a good thing, actually. It's very bad for the environment, isn't it? Yeah. Little it, bits of plastic everywhere. You'd have thought that they'd have made it... Well, I mean, biodegradable. Biodegradable. I mean, from the a, lot for it, a lot of things biodegradable, but that hasn't happened, has it? No. Oh, well. Never use the stuff. Has anyone ever heard of the Fast Nacked Parade? The no. Fast Nacked? Yeah. Nope. Something night in German, then. Apparently it's in Germany's Black Forest. Well, it's in German then. Yep. Where people hit each other with inflated pig's bladders attached to dried bull penises. So it was fun. <laughs> <laughs> I've got to see pictures or videos of that. <laughs> Sounds fun. Sounds fun for the whole family. <laughs> Come on, kids, don't forget your bull penis or the inflated pig's bladder on the end. Why not? Why the fuck not? God, we're so fucking, what's the word? Sensible in the UK. Why don't we have anything mad like that? Well, we do, we have the cheese rolls. That's, like, that's like on a par with smacking someone with a bull dick and a cheese bladder, a pig bladder on it, isn't it? A cheese bladder. A cheese bladder. <laughs> you have the cheese on the brain. That's a new thing, isn't it? Cheese bladders, when you drink that much cheese, your piss just stinks of cheese. <laughs> it comes out like cottage cheese. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That'd be hard to piss out. Yeah, especially when it's chunky. Oh no, I've got the lumps. <laughs> <laughs> In 1900, archaeologists on the Greek island of Thera, is it Thera? I think so, Thera. Found a 5th century drawing of a phallus with a phallus. I can't notice there's a lot of cock-related news in this, this a week's week. cock with a cock? Yeah. It's a giant cock with a face at the end with a cock. Got a little smile on it as yeah. well. <laughs> yeah. cock. The sense of humour hasn't changed over the years. I mean, isn't there a cock drawn on some wall at Hadrian's Wall, one of the fort walls where the soldiers lived? Putting the biggest dickers underneath it. <laughs> Does anyone know why Alexa was chosen as a name by Amazon? No idea. No. No idea? No. 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 It's no. the only thing that sounds like it. It's the, I mean, it's only the X, it picks your voice up, but Alexa, it's quite no. a hard sound. Nope, it was in homage to something in the past. Oh, alright, um, oh, Alexa. Expand Alexa. No. Alexandria. Oh, the lighthouse of... The Library of Alexandria. The Library of Alexandria. Mm. Interesting. Alright. That really set us back by a long time when that burnt down, didn't it? Mm. I, still, I still cry over it. The upper shell of a tortoise is actually its rib cage. Apparently. Alright, cool. So the top of it, if I sort of tap its top, the shell, it's his ribs. Yep. Cool. Mmm, tasty turtle. Mmm. I couldn't bring myself to eat one though. They are meant to be delicious, aren't they? I yeah. could eat one if needs must. Oh, if needs must, I'll eat fucking anything. A bit of butter and garlic. Nom, 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 nom. You know. Apparently they are tasty. Apparently so. And needs must, I'll, I'll fucking eat every single one of you in this room if I had to come down to it. Protein. <laughs> you know, sorry. I was stalking the lady with the 30 and the 50% off stickers in the supermarket the other day. Mm. I said, are you doing them ones you just put on the trolley? And she's like, yeah, but I've just got to 
pick out all the other ones with like you know today's date on and then mm. put put the stickers on and I was like I'll just wait so I just stood right by it. Ah, uh, yeah, I've done that. Was she doing tortoise? Huh? Was she doing tortoise? Was there no, an offer on tortoise? There's no tortoise no. around the. Damn. That's what they tell you. Mm. In 1981, a Harvard professor suggested implanting the nuclear codes into the body of a volunteer. Right. So if the US president wanted to launch a nuclear weapon, he'd have to kill the volunteer. Ooh. <laughs> okay. It's a bit extreme, isn't it? I suppose you'd, you'd make sure you definitely wanted the codes, I guess. Yeah. But at the same time... That guy would have to be around you for as long as possible, like, all the time, wouldn't he? You wouldn't be able to go like much further away from you, because you needed him. Do you think you'd do it in like a couple of years stints, would you? Like, it's not for life, it's just like, right, we're going to pay you a million, but so, you could die within the next two years, but don't worry, if you survive, you've got a million quid. So this is Alf, he's been on nuclear code carrying over 50 years, just this old bloke on a stick. <laughs> you bet, you uh, they're letting me retire. I think he'd be like the president's best mate, wouldn't he? You wouldn't be able to kill him. He'd probably pick him over the world, wouldn't it? Maybe. I mean, you'd have to be around him a lot, wouldn't he? Yeah. Unless they did it to somebody like Gary Glitter. Yeah, but you wouldn't want Gary Glitter hanging around with you all the time, would you? Oh, no, yeah. he's in prison. Well, yeah, but if you need to launch a nuclear strike, you can't just pop yeah. over to Thailand, get Gary Glitter, shoot him in the head, take the nuclear codes. Well, you just tell the fucking guard, don't you? Right, no, shoot you can't just let some Thai, Thai prison guard shoot Gary Glitter in the head and read you the code over the phone. Maybe <laughs> oh, he reads yeah. out wrong. <laughs> They'd obviously be like some kind of secret service dude. Well, then you've got to keep a dude there waiting to shoot him. That's fine. It's more money. <laughs> in, like in Thailand. I think the point is it's an innocent person, so if he's going to no, launch some codes, it hard. Yeah, yeah, yeah. it's got to be. Oh, yeah. yeah got to be certain he needs to use it because he's, he's going to have to kill some innocent person yeah. but he knows he's going to be it killing be millions anyway. Oh, fucking hell. Oh. Would you do it? Can I do it in blink and I would I reckon with the Clinton affairs, I reckon he'd have fucking, he'd have nuked some country, wouldn't he, when he, when he got his dick sucked. <laughs> <laughs> I'd get rid of the bitch. <laughs> yeah, we need to nuke these. Yeah, sorry, Hillary. <laughs> <laughs> I think Hillary would have quite happily killed a man to loads of canoes. Yeah. yeah. Especially if he was Bill. In ancient Rome, women used tampons soaked in opium. <laughs> nice. Oh, nice. Get rid of them cramps. That's it, bring it back. Well, no, because I'm going to have a load of opium addicts, like. Not minge opium. Like, oh, I need some opium for my minge. Oh, that's better. I'm all right now. Yeah. You'd have your husband going down anymore, though, wouldn't you? Yeah. <laughs> so we could get high. Yeah. <laughs> well, I would. <laughs> well, you would have got an opium addict. I'd be a right muff diver. <laughs> My, Mike, you've lost some weight recently. <laughs> yeah, I've been licking this woman out loads. <laughs> Look at him, he's happier than opium addicted China. <laughs> I have to time it just right now. <laughs> obviously a tampon. Well, you're going to have to go withdraw for a week. <laughs> a week? Well, this is two days, isn't it? You know, seven is meant to cycle, isn't it? I don't think they bleed for a week, do they? Is it? I think from three to seven. Oh, right, I just yeah. don't know how you can trust someone that bleeds for like seven days and doesn't die. That's a South Park joke. <laughs> <laughs> 
Because we still do, Pete, because they're valued members of the human race. Joking. I know. Joking. Told us the hills that joke. I'm a feminist. The domain name for the Soviet Union is still active. Really? SU. Sweet, so I can. If there's a Soviet old Soviet site up there, we can go and look at it. Well, it's a popular choice for cyber criminals. Mm. Let's explain a lot. Regulated, isn't it? Yeah. Christ, do we even have the. It must have been the very early days of the internet then. Because mm. SU, I mean. When did they break up? 91? You would have to close it down. Hmm? Would the country actually have to close? Well, yeah, it's not. It doesn't country, exist anymore. So, yeah, but who would have to close it down? Well, I don't know. Someone's forgot their password there, and they. <laughs> <laughs> Jerry, what's the password for the Soviet domains? I've got that, mate. Bollocks. <laughs> <laughs> the happier a bird is, the jazzier and more free-form its singing will be. Oh right, so a miserable bird will be like singing stain lyrics. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Does that mean my old my old cockatiel was really miserable? Because let's face it, the Coronation Street theme, especially in the late eighties, early nineties, was pretty fucking dank and miserable, wasn't yeah. it? Yeah. Just some lone geezer playing a trumpet. Yeah, he was pretty fucking upset. <laughs> what happened to him? My poor bird. He, he, he lived for a long age, actually. Yeah, it'll just be re- repetition that He bit. was about 18, I think, yeah. when he passed his time. That we knew of, anyway. Yeah. Bless him. We'll end on this one. In a park on Pentonville Road, London, there's a coffin-shaped memorial to the 19th century clown, Joseph Grimaldi. All right. Okay. <laughs> It's covered in tuned metal plates so you can play a tune if you dance on his grave. Ha! Oh, I'll go and dance on a clone's grave. <laughs> That's what you might. One less in the fucking world. <laughs> I take it, it's your favourite film. Yeah. Fucking clones. Who wants to be a fucking clone? A clown. People who want to bring joy to people. I'm not bringing joy, it's freaking people out. Freaking you out? I'd like to bring joy to people. Maybe I should be a clown. You already are, mate. <laughs> <laughs> why, why not get paid for Sorry, it? Exactly. I, I have to say it. <laughs> yeah. Why not get paid for yeah. it? <laughs> Just needs to put a bit of makeup on and a wig. You could invent a unique makeup though. All the makeups for the clown. You have to register them. Oh, blackface. I'll <laughs> 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 do that. Yeah, but they always go with white. So I'm just being like multicultural. Is PD the racist clone? <laughs> no. I think you like being multicultural. Nah, clones are white. So. And if you go black, you're gonna look like you'll never go that, back for a start. That, that band. Oh, an old minstrel, like the old minstrel bands or something. What are you want about? Not a white. Is it Kiss? You look like Kiss if you had black and then a bit of a white eye or something, wouldn't you? They have white faces, don't they? They have white faces. They have white on black. black. White on black. Yeah, we can always delete that bit. Yeah, delete that bit. Well, on that bombshell, let's end the show. I've been Ben. Thank you for listening. Follow us on Facebook at Cutting to the Board in the Post Truth Apocalypse. YouTube is Apocalypse Ball and SoundCloud and most other podcasting platforms. Cutting to the Ball in the PTA. Dodging the Flay Raid. Don't join the cult. I've been Mike, thanks for listening. Peace out, better force be with you. And I've been Claire, keep open mind, but not so open that it spills out your ears. And I've been Pete, 
Have a nice week. Enjoy yourselves. If the weather's good, sunbathe. Be merry.